This concept, when I first heard it, it's one of those few in my practice that I just keep coming back to over and over and over and over again because it's so simple. And yet, if, you didn't, if I didn't understand it, when I didn't understand it, um, I felt a little lost. And as soon as I kind of grabbed hold of this, it's like, of course, this makes sense. How could I be so blind? How could I not see this? Insecurity confirmation. Failures, and here's why failure is so hard, and this is why we're talking about shame and guilt in a failure class. Failures are mistakes often confirm a pre-existing negative belief about myself. Let's see. Deborah, mm -hmm. may I pick on you? Absolutely. We've known each other for a while now, and so I figured it'd be mm -hmm. safe to pick on you. Okay. Brace yourself. With all of the vengeance and venom that I can muster, I'm going to try to insult Deborah right now. Okay? So if this is uncomfortable for you, take a deep breath. Plug your Don't ears, okay? <laughs> you got a little posse going after you. They're going to you know, jump on me. All right. All right, you ready? Ready, Deborah? Um, Deborah, when I first saw you, um, all I could think of is you are a giant purple bumblebee. How's how's your heart? Are you okay? I'm Am okay. I? Are you gonna survive that? Me, so that's really? really nice. Didn't know that. Now, <laughs> how effective of an insult do you think of that's gonna be? As I try to call her a giant purple bumblebee. In fact, some of you might be laughing. See already? I'm trying to hurt her feelings, and you're laughing. That's a very insensitive, you know, not very nice of you. The reason that an insult like that bounces off it's just like absurd to the point of laughing is because Deborah doesn't go around going am I a giant purple bumblebee oh man I hope do people think I'm a purple bumblebee does anyone oh man you know what I think it might be true and now either a failure or a comment if she carried that around that comment would sting that would hurt sorry little pun there <laughs> didn't even mean that that would hurt her because it's already a pre-existing negative belief about her. Now, if I know Deborah better, I might be able to insult her in a little bit more personal and wounded way if I know some of her pre-existing negative beliefs, her insecurities about herself. And if I say this thing to her, whatever that might be, that would go right through all of those barriers, right through all that armor, and go right to the heart and stick in there. And failures often confirm, you know, a mistake says, see, this just proves that I am, insert pre-existing negative belief here. So the trick is we have to understand and figure out what pre-existing negative beliefs that we have, because those are the cracks in our armor. Those are the weaknesses that we have. And if we can start to deal with those beliefs systems, again, shame, what we learn about ourselves, we tend to be more resilient to failure, to insult, to comments like that, because we've dealt with that pre-existing belief. This concept came out of a quote by um, this lady right here. Who's that? <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt. Yep, she says it this way. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. You have to believe that already, and then you feel inferior. If you think that you are lazy, then the things that you do, the mistakes that you make, the comments people say, that, that can sting, that can get in there a little bit closer to the heart. The work as a counselor, the work that we can do with each other's lives is to help each other understand 
those beliefs that we carry and start to challenge those and say, what if you're not lazy? What if you're not stupid? What if you're not, you know, over and over and over again? I don't see you that way. What if it's true? What would that be like? And so we can start to change those kinds of feelings and approaches.